going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ticket 10 Mill here. It's Rocks Alive from the On The Rocks podcast. We out here. And we're actually live today. We live. Not we premiering. Back. I am back from a foreign land, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How uh, was the trip? It was good. It, we didn't need... I'm echoing. You might want to lower me down in your headphones. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, no, it was it was very good. It was productive. It was one of my objectives for the year 2019. Is yeah. checked off. I have one more objective left, and that's implementing Dynamics 365, and that is done October 1st. <laughs> and then I better see my money. I yeah, see yeah. My money. That's the same type of time I'm on right now. You know, I'm putting in that. Uh, well, I they would consider it regular work, but I would consider it extra work. Um, trying to get to where I need to be financially, so I understand the grind. I understand. Yeah, yeah, no, Definitely. so yeah, because they want you to do like three objectives for the year, which is cool. But then, like, I just did my mid-year review, mm-hmm. and I added about five more objectives that I yeah, randomly yeah. got tossed into, and then about six more little side projects that I had to do, like a whole. Yeah. F- freaking pc migration that wasn't even on my objective list it just randomly happened for a whole plant but you know you got to keep the plate full you know you got to show them that your ambition never wanes you know what i mean you know on the way back i was like i don't know what any of my objectives are going to be for next year because i've done everything like now it's just pc recycle updates you know this is something i say a lot to people when i'm giving advice about you know persevering and pushing through goals but I saw a motivational speaker once and he said that people always asked him why he climbed mountains and he said that when you get to the top of the mountain that's the only way you can see the other peaks Mm -hmm. so when you get to that top then you can only see those other goals that's the only time you can see those other goals that you might have so you know what I mean just keep striving my friend no that's very true yo and um, I was listening to um, Jay Z today on title always a good idea and I just I just hit play let that joint go I didn't even go into an album like a specific you know sometimes you get stuck in a specific I just let it go yeah, and yeah. like some of his four four songs just hit a little different, man. Even some of his <laughs> old songs just hit a little different when you start hitting different age brackets. Hey, hot take alert! Hot take alert! Blueprint didn't age well. Oh, that is a hot take. You are on fire, my friend. You are bugging it didn't, because it didn't I well. just you just saw me post. You yeah, don't yeah. know, bro. I ran back. You don't know like eighteen times, son. Okay, okay. I'm with you on that one. But um, have you ran back the remix lately? Of what? You don't know? Yeah, yeah, the remix. I didn't even know he had a remix. With M.O.P. With M.O.P.? Oh, I didn't forget about that. Yeah, no, on Blueprint yeah, no, 2. Yeah, no. that I don't goes... like Blueprint 2, though. Blueprint 2 sucks. Okay, I don't know about sucks, but it's very long. There's Pause. three good songs on Blueprint 2. That's Excuse Me, Miss. Uh, was Change Clothes on that joint? No, that was on a uh, uh, black album. Okay, so then what about the Sean Paul joint? That was up there, right? Yeah, that was up there. Okay. And if you, can, if you include that as one of the good ones because you're Puerto Rican, uh, I'm going to snatch <laughs> Sean away Paul is not even Puerto Rican. <laughs> it don't matter. He's a light-skinned <laughs> island nigga. <laughs> like, we'll be all part of the Caribbean, but whatever. Oh, y'all are brothers. So I'm, I'm going to shut and, up. And then what's another one? Name the, some of the songs on Blueprint 2 that was good. Um, he had the the dream song where What's he had the Biggie song? verse, the intro. It was all a dream. He, I see, I said, jealousy. Oh I yeah, said. that was a good. Then he yeah. had the Watcher Part Two with Dr. The Dre. The Watcher on it. Part Two was good, even though it was a recycled beat. Then he had Point Out the Bounce with the Yay yeah, verse. Yeah, that was on the it. other one. That was you know the third mean? one. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. had Meet the Parents on that joint. No, nah, no, nah, that wasn't good. Yeah, it was a reach. That felt like a reach when that I said it. A, um, that was a reach of a story. 
He had some joints on there. I'm going to give him that. He had some joints on there. He gave us 48 songs at a time that you're not supposed to give us 48 songs, and they weren't good. See, what, what's happening, though, is you're making me defend Blueprint 2 versus Blueprint 1, and all I was saying was Blueprint 1 hasn't aged well. No, That's all I was saying. bugging. I could listen to Blueprint 1 right now and Blueprint 3 right now, and I could just forget that Blueprint 2 even happened. I don't think Blueprint 2 was that bad, though. Like, I don't think it was that bad. Maybe because it came out at a time for me, you know, when I was, like, I, I was young in the Army getting my little military freedom and grown up on, so I was bumping that shit. So maybe it was just a time for me. I know it has its weaknesses, but it might have just been a time kind of thing because I probably always broke it down to the top 10 songs anyway. This might be a little hot take. Uh, 444 could have been Blueprint 4. He didn't even have to name it that. Shit, he might have should have named the Blueprint Four to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean not name it. He should have named the Blueprint Four, but well, yeah, what's better, Blueprint been... Three or Magna Carta? I mean Blueprint Three or Magna Carta, my bad. Blueprint Three or Magna Carta, Holy Grail? Yeah. Damn, I had to go with Blueprint Three. Yeah, I was about to say, what were we Blueprint going for, three? vibe or bars? Because Blueprint Three had Forever Young on it. It yeah. had uh, it had as good as it gets. It had uh, it had uh, Stars Born. It had yep. some joints on Run This which Town, is another great J Cole feature. Hey, oh my God, I forgot. I'm glad you brought that up. Yo, no lie, this morning I literally had this dream. This is gonna sound wild. I'm pausing it right now. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Before my alarm went off. Okay. I had a dream that I was in the same room with J Cole. But not Dreadhead J. Cole. Shaved oh, Head J. Cole, right? Yeah, yeah, like 12th grade Brian J. Cole. Right, and we were standing, so he was, like, super tall. Right. But um, I think I was, like, standing on the sofa. We was, like, somewhere, but I was standing in the sofa. It was, like, some type of, like, the cave-type atmosphere, Virginia Beach-cave-type atmosphere. Okay, okay, You know, it was okay. a bunch of dudes always in the cave for no reason, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nowhere so, to go. So, freaking, I'm talking to him, and I'm trying to tell him that... He does not have a single album that I like. <laughs> <laughs> you had a dream that you were telling J. Cole you didn't like his music, man. Yes, yes. And he looked at me. He was like, but, bruh, how can you say you not you don't like my music, but you like my features? And I'm like, because you give the best max, you give max effort when you have one verse and you're locked in and you have to outshine the other person. And then he gave me like some type of face and he was like, you'll like my next project that I'm working on then. And then I woke up. So that, that is what's going to happen. I predicted that Kendrick was going to drop Damn mm-hmm. before he did it for almost the same exact reasons. Because I was thinking like, he's not touching my fan base right now. Like, yeah, he's doing with that super woke shit and he yeah, still yeah, got the yeah. bars, but I think he just wants to take over and dominate. I think you're absolutely right about what J. Cole's getting ready to do next. Yeah. I think that's a, I mean, I think that was like a premonition almost because like, that's crazy, he right? knows, he knows what he's been doing these last few albums. He knows he's turned off a lot of them core fans and that's mm-hmm. why you probably dreamed about him back when you liked him mm-hmm. and he was talking to that old J. Cole oh, like, damn, nigga, dang, I don't like that young shit, man. Son, that's crazy. You right. Yeah, you, you know what right. I mean? So you like, and he's like, I got you. I know what you're looking for. And he get ready to do it. That nigga get ready to get like a, a Alchemist so beat and a DJ Premier sense. beat. That's he get crazy. Ready to, he's getting ready to collaborate. I think that all these collaborations he's been doing has been getting him open back up to the idea of collaborating with more producers, more artists. Mm-hmm. And he, he put his team on. He put his self on with all his own self-produced shit. He did everything yeah. he was supposed to do besides give us a big commercial album. And I think he ain't did that shit since Born Center. Yeah. So I think he's ready to do it again. Give Dang. us a big, like, a big damn like album, like that's, with none but singles on it. That's a, that's crazy. That you're right, man. That's probably why I was talking to freaking I don't know Gunplay Cole. Yeah, yeah. You was talking to the old Cole on the on the bike riding around Columbia. Dang, that's crazy. 
Yeah. That's so yeah, like I said, Blueprint, it didn't age well for me. To Pippa um, Butterfly, everybody keep on saying you have to listen. You would appreciate it more. I keep on trying to listen to Pippa Butterfly. I don't like that either. I still don't I gave, like that either. I gave it a few obligatory listens, and I appreciated it for what it was at the time. I, I appreciated the artistry, the musicianship of it, the bars. I appreciated it, but the replay value wasn't there for me. Um, I couldn't go back to it as often as I go back to his first CD or Damn or something like yeah. that. Well, Shit, even Section back, 80. I never listened to Section 8. No, Sleep put me on the Section 80. That was my first time hearing Kendrick Lamar. Sleep came over, cut my hair, and played Section 80. Yeah. And I was like, rigor mortis is the craziest shit I've almost ever heard in my life. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I have not taken the time out to listen to it at all. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, think I'm I've completely... seen, like, a, a couple of, like, the music videos that he did for that, but I never watched it. I mean, I never listened to that project. No, it's not bad. You definitely... I mean, if you listen to it now, like, if you were to go back to it on some bullshit, you would definitely see the ki- that the, the artist that Kendrick became. If you listen to Section 80, it's yeah. like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like, that nigga's a fully realized Kendrick Lamar now. Well, I can I can pr- understand why Good Kid, Mad City is still charting right now the way yeah. that it is, because you go... You, I can go back and listen to Good Kid, Mad City if I want to hear some Kendrick. Because if I want to hear some Kendrick, I'll go back and listen to Damn, and I'll be like, yeah, but I remember this song on this album, and I completely right. skip over to Pimple Butterfly, and I'll just let Good Kid, Mad City run. Hey, um, Damn, front to back, back to front, that's still a... I, to me, that album is still damn near flawless. I listened to it on a road trip a few weeks ago. That album just rides, man. Even I listen to it now... From the last song to the first song, because you know the deluxe edition, you said you could, you know, put it in reverse. You yeah. literally, he, he literally put it in reverse for the deluxe edition, and it sounds fucking awesome backwards. Like I, that shit's crazy to me that that album sounds just as good backwards as it does the original sequence. See, the first time I listened to it, I was here and I listened to it at midnight when it came out, and I was I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I was like, this is what I wanted from him, yes. but then I can't go back and listen to it. I mean, it was on the radio for like two years straight, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was such a, it was kind of like a moment. So, like, all the songs, it all feels like 2017 now when you listen to it and shit. Like, yeah. it takes you back to that spring, summer and shit. But, man, that album was fucking flawless to me. And at the time, I remember thinking, like, okay, To Pimp a Butterfly, critically acclaimed, but this nigga's getting ready to come with that commercial heat. I felt it. I, I, yeah. I as a matter of fact, I think I might have posted it or retweeted something like that. But I called it. Mm-hmm. And when that shit came out, and every fucking song is a single, but at the same time, the that shit's crazy to me. Damn's one of the best albums that come out last five years to me. Wow, that's high praise. I listen to so much music, I couldn't even tell you right now. Cause you can name some, and I'd be like, oh yeah, that was good. Oh yeah, that was good too. Uh, speaking of albums, we had like nothing come out this weekend. One good one that I listened to that I was excited about when I seen it because I had to hit a double take was freaking uh Mozzie did a got that going whole tape with gunplay dog. That's Mozzie. That's my no uh, 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 really. Y'all got I know nobody listened to it because nobody listens to any of the new music. But go and listen to <laughs> Mozzie and Gunplay's joint. Gunplay shine on every single one of his verses and is not what y'all are expecting it to be. It is not no ignorance. It is straight like real life No, nah, um Gunplay is really uh the last like verse or two I've heard from him. He rapping rapping. Like he really trying to rap. It ain't no it ain't no ignorant shit. Like he really going in on these bar shits. Your man has not stopped rapping rapping since. Uh, Ghost... Have you heard the new Ghostface? No, I haven't listened to Ghostface because every time oh. I was going to play it, I wasn't in the mood to listen to it. But oh. I, I will say, though, the song uh, Me, Condition. Denny, and Daryl, oh, the okay. joint yeah. Meth Man and Cat Madonna, that is crazy. 
Yeah, hey, listen, I can speak as somebody who heard the album, sat back, put one together, and listened to it. Ghost sounds hungry. He really? rapping, rapping. Like his voice sound, he sounds way more energetic than the features on the album. To be honest with you, um, the beats are there. Toward the middle of the album, it gets a little. It starts to. He's reaching a little bit on some of the hooks, <laughs> but he's trying new hooks. Okay. Um, he's it's dope, man. For, no, not even necessarily singing. He just got hooks that got a little bop to him now. That's mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Like it's a joint called Flex, where he got somebody on the hook, kind of hitting a little bit of a melody slash cadence on the hook. That's a little different for Ghost, but. Nah, I'm really. I was wildly impressed. It's a huge ghost. Ghostface is not. If he's not my favorite rapper, he's my second favorite rapper. So, as a fan of Ghost, yeah. who had to skip a lot of that bullshit he's put out lately, um, I was really, really fucking happy. I mean, I had the biggest smile on my face listening to that shit. It was dope. I'll probably listen to it tomorrow when I'm in. Um, but I will say for new music that came out, uh, the singles that came out this weekend, Behind Bars, Drake was dope. Richer than everybody featuring Young Thug and the baby. The baby is still on fire. Yes, he's killing every fucking thing right, right. now, my nigga. That joint is hard. That Mood, shit's hard, yeah. Mood swings with A Boogie. I'm like, yo, I didn't even think this was A Boogie at first until I had to look down. I'm like, what am I? This A Boogie's a joint? I ain't heard that, but you heard the A Boogie joint he got with uh uh Max B? With Max B. A Boogie got a joint with Max B called uh So Cold. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 wavy, my nigga. Like I'm like, damn, it's like Max B, but like I don't know how he's doing this shit over the jail phones, my nigga, but it sounds great. <laughs> I had that shit in rotation for a couple weeks. That's that shit was nuts. Is that a fucking uh place PSP nigga? It's a it's a gamer mouse. My wireless. Oh, okay, story. I thought it was a damn uh yeah. Sony PSP nigga. I was like, you gonna bring back the old PlayStation Vita nigga? No, they say the, the um, chat might not be working right now. All right. I don't see nothing popping up. Hey, I got another hot take alert. Mm-hmm. Now this week, or the last week, maybe while you was out in uh, you know, bumfuck Kentucky or Arkansas, wherever the hell you was at. It was Kentucky, my, Tennessee. Yeah, all right. So Trump country. Um, wherever you were out there, Facts. I don't know if you was getting I've literally seen a man in a Make America Great hat out there. Literally. Oh, the first man, one. Don't say the hey, whole you know what? The hat was clean. I ain't even going to lie. That red. Stop it. Stop <laughs> that red. It. Stop <laughs> You know we suckers for like bright colors and shit. Don't, that, don't do that red was clean. I said, "Oh, that's oh, a that man. is a that's a red." This nigga here talk about the MAGA hat was clean. Nah, but um, oh, hot take alert. Uh huh. You know, Earth Gang dropped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, whatever the case was, and uh, a lot of folks on social media online were making a lot of outcast comparisons. But, yes. Uh, I certainly and vehemently disagree with the outcast you're lying didn't we talk about this last monday we called him andre and andre (laughs) no i don't know that no that was completely off the mark then i gotta rewatch the tape but we we called it andre and andre they're just eclectic different artists all right they're just eclectic and different but i don't think that they they didn't remind me of outcast to me like i get it i get the musicianship of it but outcast was on a whole different like earth wind and fire funk different vibe these dudes are musical i get it i get where they're coming from two guys from atlanta being weird i got you but i don't think spiritually i don't think they they nah it's not enough they how do, do their not, own thing. how do you not feel outcast they do their own thing i was a huge outcast fan that's we what i'm all saying like are very i listened to outcast i had the, i had the tape of southern playlisted cadillac yes. music nigga the tape because we are that age bro what you mean these aren't this ain't that man this ain't that I mean, they have their you own thing going. You can't compare them to so. that. We're not saying that they are them or they are better than them. Nah, I don't even think you can compare them, man. I think they're so different in what they're doing 
that I mean, what, yeah, if you want to say they're two the unique, they're two unique artists that are they're very musical in their yeah. approach to hip hop. That's mm-hmm. a lot of motherfuckers now. It's not just Outkast because they're from Atlanta. Outkast had way more bars. Outkast had it was just different for Outkast. I mean, they're dope as fuck, but I think that might be. They're, they're the spiritual successors, yes, in, in the way that Outkast opened doors for them to be weird. But I don't know that their music maybe gave me Outkast vibes. Didn't and Big Boy completely shut that whole thing down anyway? What do you say? He was like, nah, we're not nowhere near. They're not nowhere near what we we done. I mean, he's probably saying that from a term of impact. Yeah, I get it. But I don't know that they're nowhere near. I mean, he probably was defending his own legacy when he answered that shit. But, like, they're spiritual. Oh, no. He had retweeted somebody that said that um, that's Big Boy. That's two Andres. Oh, okay. And that's disrespectful. You can't. And what I. One thing. And that's another reason why I push back against it so hard, too, is because, like, you can't compare them to Outkast by saying there's two Andres, my nigga. Like, there's a Big Boy and there's an Andre and Outkast. And them niggas balance each other out in a way that made them Outkast. Right. So I understand they might do that too, but they're not too Andre. They can be too Andres, but they can't be outcast. Yeah. Um, I understand there was one song on the Earth Gang joint where it was like, this is very outcastish with no big boy. Okay. There's one song up there that made me think that before the whole Twitter universe did this and ran away with it. Right, 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 right. And I'm trying to find the tweet now because I'm really interested in seeing how he responded to it. But yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, and maybe I am just kind of like standing for outcast a little bit because... And I like the album. I like Earth Gang shit a lot, mm-hmm. but it just didn't give me that same, you know, outcast with the storytelling vibes, the political, the socioeconomical commentary like they would put. It was right, a lot that, of, um, I don't want to mess with your girl. Right. Think of the art of storytelling. Yeah. Sasha had a baby named Thumper. Yeah, you know, no, all that shit. That there's just, nothing like that on there. All that shit. That, right. that, that under your rib music. Yeah. So I'm not taking nothing from them, there's but no they skewed still. on the Barbie vibe, nothing. They could put out a song like Rosa Parks that nothing but a hit, but had. There's no bombs over at the same time. Exactly. So I'm like, there's no commentary in their music at all right now. And I think that's the main thing that we got to that separates them from Outkast. Because Outkast was always talking that shit about what they was going through, what the hood was going through, all that different shit. And these niggas is just swagging it out right now. And I ain't mad at it. I'm just saying, don't compare them to Outkast. They was doing so much more from the very beginning. Yeah, you have a great point that I'm not even going to argue with. I take back what I said. Yeah, there's no comparing Earth Gang to Outkast, period. Not That's why I had to stop smoking before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the slightest. You're absolutely right, yo. Like, from the start, they was giving right. us content. And right. from, this is my first Earth Gang album. It's a good album. It's a great album. It's really good. It's yeah. well put together, well yeah. produced. I mean, like, and, and just to make sure we're giving out our flowers, Dreamville doing something over there right now, man. Dreamville got that TDE mode they're trying to push, mm-hmm. and they're like that high quality, high mm-hmm. quality content shit. Like yeah. TDE or uh, Dreamville seems to be following in TDE footsteps with how they moving and shit. And I think it's real dope. I'm here for it. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Um, North Carolina stand up. What else? Uh, we got stuck there. Oh yeah, Suicide Doors, French Montana Gunner. That's hard. Panini mm-hmm. with the baby on that remix. He hey, killed that hey, too. Hey, hey. It's like it look. You always think his flow so awkward until he shoehorn that bitch on every song right. and he's rapping the same on every song. But yeah, it's working. Song. You're like, yeah, oh, it is great. working. And you know what's even crazy? I'm glad you said that because you know he's gonna drop his album. Right, and right. I'm worried. We had a discussion about me being worried about it's gonna be overly commercial sounding. I no. hope. I, I don't know if he's gonna change up his flow. I don't think he's ever gonna be able to change up his flow because that flow is hot right now for him. And I'm hearing other people trying to do it. I think what's going to happen with his album is um, he's going to be 
They're going to let him do him. All right. But the way his celebrity is rising, they're going to put him in the studio with the, the producers and the people that he got to be oh, in the studio man. with. If they give us an so, album hey, with a bunch of features, that's how you know he sold out. No, nah, I don't know about it. I, I don't want to say it's a sellout. I don't want to say that. I want to say that he's been grinding, Jack. And, you know, just so like he deserves Meg, these features. Just like with Meg, his next step is that exposure. So don't don't look so at it that he's way. He's getting about ready. Uh, a hot girl summer single supposed to be out. Hey, bitch, he about to have a joint with Travis Scott, <laughs> nigga. Like he about uh, to have a he about to have a joint with Lizzo. Like? Oh, you know, think about everybody he's been collaborating with. He's getting ready to have all those features on his album. Offset, Lizzo, Meg, um, all these niggas is getting ready no to be need, on his album. No need. Just make the just do what you've been doing. You've been making great songs by yourself. No features. Just utilize those friends no, when you want to remix the best song. You are missing the professional development aspect of this. There are steps to climb. There's a mountain. There's an incline. You go up. He dropped his little bootleg wannabe mixtape slash I'm putting it on streaming services project last year. The next step is for him to collaborate and show that he can make these songs he needs to make to flourish and prosper out here. So he's cool. going to have to get those features. He's going to need us. He's going to need a single. Right. You know that Lizzo single's coming. You know Offset's going to be on the street single. You know Meg Sway Lee too, huh? You know Meg's going to be out here somewhere. And shit, if he's hot enough, if he's hot enough, Oh, he might get Champagne Poppy to throw a verse on or something. Oh, so, I don't think so Drake doing that shit. Essentially, what no you're more. telling us is the baby's next album is about to be a French Montana joint. All right. Uh, oh, that's some shit. NLE Chopper, he got a Camelot single out there that's fire. Russ's Rent Free song. If if y'all don't listen to Russ, at least for your boy, your real old head Tiggy, just listen to Rent Free by Russ. Just listen to that one joint. I'm going to throw it in the playlist, you know what I mean? Um, Intentions, which was Big Boy, Sleepy Brown, CeeLo Green. I kind of skipped that one. And oh, I got to check that out. I like what they do. But they have been making the same song together for yeah. 25 years now. And then um, I stopped that Black Man in America because I just I couldn't listen anymore to anything. I, <laughs> and I just went back to um, um, freaking Jay-Z. Oh, and the Yes joint, Fat Joe, Cardi B, and Annual. That joint tough. And you know what? I can't I'm listen saying to Fat Joe's I am saying today. this right now, yo. All right, here we for go. The past, for the past three years, Fat Joe. I know it's coming. Here we go. Say it so, so I don't have to say it. You and Dre have been saying y'all going to put out an album. Every time you buy yourself at the Breakfast Club, this is about to be the best album you've ever heard in your life. And you only give us one song, and then you vanish for the rest of the year. First of all, don't nobody want that fucking album. Second of all, I want that album. What you mean? Second of all, Fat Joe almost personally has been trying to make uh, Dre a thing in music for like 15 years, my nigga. They've been trying to make Dre like a thing for a long time now. It's not happening. But okay? he works though. It's not. He's happening. like around Browns, man. Once a year, they, he puts out a song that has Fat Joe and somebody else on it, and they do that thing where Lil Wayne's there, so you got to listen to it, and he's on it. But, like, it's not happening for him, man. I don't want to hear a Fat Joe album at all. I definitely don't want to hear a Fat Joe and Dre. What was that group, that producer group they were in? Cool and Dre. Cool and Dre, right. Keep they making still beats. make fire beats. Right, keep doing that. Keep doing that. But I don't want to hear you try to even – he tried to be Drake for, like, six years. Back in like the early 2010s, he was trying to do like the Drake thing where he was singing hooks. Like I've liked his beats for a very since like 04, 05. I've liked their beats for a long time, but I've also watched them try to make that nigga famous, and it's not working for him. 
Okay, Chevy riding high was his best shot, and that was ten years ago. That was hard too for that time. It was. Period. It was like two thousand seven. Chevy bad. riding said, high. For that time period. Right. Uh, I'm only talking about singles because nobody dropped no real music except for Mozzie and Gunplay. But nobody's be checking for Mozzie and Gunplay unless you really listen to music. No, you're right. Nobody's checking for Mozzie and Gunplay, and we all listening to music out here. But I see it right here on the front page of title though, so I ain't gonna front on them. It's right here on the front page, right after Ghostface. Right. Please don't. Definitely yeah, listen to that drink the whole way through. Um, all right, we got too much to talk about. We spent way too much time doing that. Let's get okay. into our featured artist of the week. This week we have, I'm keep on grabbing the mouse and the mouse is dead. Uh, Bioshock. <laughs> He's a resident of Georgetown, South Carolina, who started with the hip hop group Raw Society. Now a solo artist promoting his sixth project, The Lady's Choice bringing back classical grooves for the grown and sexy. His rap format is compared to artists such as KRS-One, Craig Mack, LL Cool J, and Nas. Growing up, he was intrigued with shows such as Video Soul, Midnight Love, 106 and Park, Rap City, and The Basement. His life goal is to become one of the most classical artists in the hip-hop music. This is about to be interesting sounding. Yeah, I mean, that bio, with that bio, let's go, man. Let's go. No more. No more. First song of the evening, If I Care, Future Shock. Let's get into it. All right. Young and ripe, the baby making type. I was older, mature, always in the street type. That night was the point in our relationship. Man, I felt bad when I had to straight end it. I couldn't go on living a lie. I couldn't keep up, even if I tried. Her whole life was prepared like a fairy tale. I was still in reality trying to prevail. So little time we had together. The times we had thought it would last forever. We shared a few tender moments. Times we were together felt like a Kodak moment. Had this feeling that something was wrong. Last time we met, our bond wasn't strong. Friday night, I went to ask if we can talk. Told her, let's go outside and take a walk. On the front step, we still social interacting. Told her we must break up before bad things happen. She looked at me like I was crazy. But the real reason, I never wanted to have a baby. Figure we were better off going our separate ways. Too much to think about love these days. Finally, we actually saw eye to eye. Gave each other a hug and said goodbye. She said, I respect and wish you luck, my dear. But don't come knocking on my door and think I still care, yeah. Right, that was the first song of the evening, If I Care, by Future Shock. I am so glad I read that damn bio and he explained himself thoroughly. Yeah, yeah. You, was, uh, you are stuck in the KRS-One Craig Mack LL Cool J era. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, um, I was I was listening to it, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. It took me back to those 2004 days. Uh, you know, when I was writing all those raps about exactly what was happening in my life at the time, yeah. and I had to come to your house real quick to get that shit off yeah. my chest yeah, yeah. and tell you what was going on, man. Hey, man, it took me back, man. It took me back. I don't know how we're gonna get that beat sample cleared on this show. They're probably gonna take down the whole thing, if anything. But <laughs> yeah, I mean. Good luck. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Future Shark for a song of the evening, If I Care. Um, yeah, tell me. You know what I mean? Be like that sometimes, man. You're going through some real drama. Hey, look, man, don't be afraid to talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, don't think you got to be all extra tough about it, man. You can sit down and talk to somebody. You know, get that shit off your chest. It feels good to tell your stories to somebody. We could use everybody's name. You know what I mean? So go see a therapist maybe if you need to. Don't be afraid. You know, PSA. Uh, you know, I was listening to that. At one point in time, I thought, if it had like um like some actual heavy drums breaking down into it, MF Doom would absolutely murder that. Mm, but MF Doom would have used one part of the sample yeah. and just looped it real hard the right. whole time. Tell bring, tell bring, tell bring. Like I love you, hate you, I want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd have yeah, been yeah. some. <laughs> it'd, have, it'd have been a real raw. Right. It'd have just right. been like one word bars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck shit, it's uh, bit. <laughs> oh man, shout out to MF Doom, yo. Yo, yo um, shout out to the featured artist too, man. You took us back. So, to pressing matters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did I you know. See I, the level of involvement that they did to bring six nine to testify today. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, it be like that sometimes. I guess they, they I, you know, what I was thinking about it. They thought it was an episode of Power. Yeah. And they thought Ghost was going to be in the back pretending right. to be a janitor or some shit. And uh, as soon as like, hey, you know what I hate? <laughs> I don't want to go into a power reference. No, but I haven't watched any of the power episodes ever since first the first uh, show. So moving these on. will be all over my head. Moving on, moving on. Nah, man, that's how, that's how they do for the snitches, man. You know what I mean? You got to keep that nigga alive so we can Yo, tell. But like, wait a second, though. This is so confusing to me, right? Okay. So... I was under the impression that he was snitching, snitching on the gang. Like, he did that. He did this. He sold drugs. He ran the guns. He That's murdered the impression the I got. Yeah. The, the whole thing that he's testifying for is the people that kidnapped him. He has to go in there and say, he kidnapped me and he kidnapped me. Let me explain this part to you. Um, <clears throat> because Takashi 69 told on everybody... All of those niggas took plea deals. They they pled guilty. They was like, you got us dead to rights. That nigga was there and he told you we did it. We're dead. These two but niggas that kidnapped take, him. But wait, wouldn't he have to take the stand too, though? To not necessarily. Him? Once he testifies in front of a grand jury, mm-hmm. that's that's you might as well call I mean, it's under oath. Anything he says under oath, especially when it comes to the feds, yeah. anything under oath, they you know that that's it. You right. can, all he, once he says it, it, it's in there. So right, right. The, the the two guys he's testifying against now, they did not take plea deals and they're going to trial. Oh, okay. So he has to go to trial with them and testify and say, "Yep, those was the niggas right there." So we did if, that shit. For so if Shadi would have went to trial, then then Takashi would have had to testify against. But there was no reason to go to trial because Takashi had already testified against that nigga and told on everything he did, and he no. was like, "Well, damn." When did they do you know, When did this happen? This has been happening. When he got arrested, he turned snitch like a year ago. So he was he was giving up the goods for like a year. That's why everybody in the clique pled guilty. They all just gave up and was like, "Yeah, I mean." Nigga, you got us. If that once a federal witness says something's true, the feds can act like it might as well be written in stone because he said it. And if he's lying, then we're gonna lock him up for lying. But once he says it under oath, 
we're gonna convict you guys on that shit because he said it. And so once they saw the evidence they had against them and the fucking they had they had a witness, they was dead. They just pled guilty. You can't win against affairs like that. Here's the wildest thing that's gonna happen, right? They're gonna let this man Daniel Hernandez walk off of time served. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. You think he's gonna stay longer than the year that he's already been there? Yeah, I do. Off of uh, what messing with a minor and something else? Nah, I don't. Even, that's not even part of his fed charges. The messing with a minor shit. No, nah, no. Nah, I think he's his fed charges. Messing with a minor and having charges, a gun or so, or ordering a hit on somebody. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. But I know one of them shits has to do with a gun. Yeah. And if there's anything to do with a gun and the feds and crime yeah, in New he York, had to, he's gonna uh, do. He had to plead guilty to uh, ordering the hit on uh, Sosa, Chief Keith. Right, he's not. Oh he's no, not no, no! Not not Chief Keith. The ordering um, some type of action against Casanova. Yeah, the clout shit. He, yeah. he tried to get some nigga shot at in uh, Times Square type shit. Yeah. But no, uh, I mean, he's gonna do more than a year for that. He pled. I think his his cooperation kept him out of jail for decades. But I think his cooperation might keep him under five years, but I don't think he's doing less than five. I mean, I don't think he's doing more than five, but I don't think he's doing a year and getting out in, in January 2020. I don't think that's happening now. I think once they get everybody that they wanted to get because they wanted this organization up out of here, they're going to let him walk. And he's going to be stuck by himself being protected by ACK. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I. I I just don't know. I really do see him doing a little bit more than a year with everything he was, even with all the telling he's been doing. Because if he was going to tell and get out of jail, they would have let him out of jail while he was telling. And they didn't let him out of jail while he was telling. You know, what's even more interesting is you got tax still locked up with no trial. Mm. They let your boy Troy out, still waiting his trial. But they were wrapping these guys up really fast. Because... I mean, like, they had the whole crew, and they only had to take two niggas to trial. Think about it. He got locked up over a year, well, almost exactly a year ago in a couple mm-hmm. of months. The, this month. It took a, Yeah, it took a year to go to trial for the first people to go to trial. Yeah. There's, like, 11 niggas that pled guilty already, and yeah. they're done. That's it. They're going up the road. They're doing their time. So it took a year to even bring the first niggas to trial. Tax has been locked up for three years. That's tax. I thought we were talking about Takashi. That's tax. Yeah. But I'm tax, just saying, the, the, what's the difference, though? Somebody's uh, state dead on one state versus feds. I guess. Yeah, I mean New York state. Books up quick. Niggas being niggas be locked up in uh, Rikers Island for two years on bail. Nigga, yeah. like <laughs> that's facts. Like, let alone when you got to go all the way to your court date. Nigga, he might not be. He might not even see the courtroom till twenty twenty. Like, nah, man, that's that shit so take forever crazy. in New York. That's crazy. That's so crazy. That's so. Crazy. It's fucked up because they try to let all these people out in New York, and then you fuck around and shoot somebody in the club, and that's like the only thing they're gonna keep you in jail for. Right. as a gun and then shooting at people type shit so that's crazy and he started this whole podcast social media content he started all this shit for real well he just hey, took it to him. another level oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I think uh, Combat Jack was really the first one Combat Jack was Epstein. the yeah yeah my bad shouts to Combat Jack rest yeah, in peace rest in peace um, so Drake and Kanye I can guarantee you they have already patched things up they have talked they are BFFs all over again. The shirt that Drake was wearing yesterday was a rollout for Kanye announcing his album today. Is Kanye a Gemini? I don't know what Kanye is. I gotta find out. I need to know right now. Before I say another word, I need to know right now. Jesus is King is the name of his new album. June 8th. He might be a cancer. I think he a cancer. 
because I think he'd be a yeah yeah he a cancer anyway. Jesus is king. Amen. Is the name of al- the album that Kim Kardashian did not want him to put out? I don't know that that's that one. I don't think that's that one. <laughs> you think that's still Yandy? <laughs> yeah, I think that's still Yandy because I think <laughs> I think whatever he was gonna put out before Yay, I don't think we ever gonna see that motherfucking hey, album. Whatever hey, he was hey, talking about on that shit, Kim K was like, Luke. no, Jeez. no, 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 not this bag today, sir. Yeah. Not this bag today. Hey, that's. <laughs> That's one of the things when your when your wife step in and not let you do something, you gotta be like, nigga, oh, okay. All he right. scrapped the whole album because yeah. Kim was like, no, he recorded right. his album over again in like seven days. And then that one song, he was like, I didn't know it was gonna be that bad. I apologize, Kim, and didn't even let her hear that song and then let her hear it. Hey, man, all Kim I out know, here saving Kanye's life. I think what he's doing is he's expediting his usual rollout. Okay, so what used to happen to Kanye is he dropped some critically acclaimed piece of work. Yeah. He'd fall back for two years. For two years, yeah. something would happen in the meantime. Yeah. Then he'd have to rebrand or reposition himself in the game. Yeah. He would innovate, and then we get Jesus, 808s and Heartbreaks, yeah. uh, Life of Pablo, Beautiful Dark Fantasy. After that isolation, is this last uh, time he... pre-children or after children? With the last, Shit. With Jesus was the last one that was like before oh, kids. Before yeah, kids. yeah. yeah. So yeah, he he and Dad so, now. So he's just like I think somebody. that he's expedited his rollout process. Expedited his yeah. his rollout process, and what he's done is he's fallen. He's he's taken a hit in the public as he's wont to do. He's fallen back, rebranded, repositioned himself, and here we go again. We're gonna try this shit again. <laughs> like let's all get on the Yeezy train one more time. What the hell could this even possibly sound like? It's just gonna be the choir. It's gonna be ultra light beams over twelve songs. That's I might it. not be mad at that though. That's where they got the idea from, my nigga. Ultra light beam, the quiet. That's where this all this like. That's what I like about Kanye. You can always see where his innovation came from. There's always seeds of it in the music that comes before. Mm. This whole shit's gonna sound like ultra light beams. It's gonna be like a whole chance the rapper ass album, basically with choirs and singing and shit. Only thing he can't do is remix so anxious, so he has to make new songs. But like, I think it's gonna be a real or orchestral orchestral type album. Just with the orchestras and shit. You know what I mean? Them yeah. niggas in the background humming. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of that shit. A lot of Kid Cudi going dumb with the hums. I wouldn't be mad if Kid Cudi, Chance the Rapper, and Psy I completely helped him on this album. Those are his only friends he has left. They're the only he people that could have Legend. I don't even know that John's that close to him anymore. So got, to be honest with you. He got two chains. True. And Njoku got a freaking concussion. I cannot win in fantasy this week. Hey man, least your fantasy. I don't want to go there. That's another show. That's another show. <laughs> but um, the, yeah, no, I think he's getting ready to. I just wonder how genuine people are gonna accept it because like a year ago he was a fucking psycho to yeah. most people. Yeah. And now, as you know, people in public are wanting to do. He's a born again Christian. <laughs> And if there's anything we know about America is that you can go find Jesus and we will let you back. And I think he's been traveling around the world, testing this shit out, you know, doing Sunday services in churches in Chicago. Like, did, hey, you, y'all watch, like me? did you watch that? It was a whole yeah. hour long. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I've seen excerpts of it, and it does look amazing, my nigga. But like, does it sound good? Oh, my God. If you were, What? Is no, it just no. a remix of songs, or? Your biggest concern should just be the aesthetics, like how he looks walking around on stage and yeah. all that stuff. But the music? Oh, my God, nigga. I'll listen you... to that when I get off of this. 
Listen to So Anchored. The the clip of them singing the remix of So Anxious. They call well, it So Anchored. I heard that already, but I'm talking about they, they have the whole YouTube video of this hour and seven minute set. Yeah, and I didn't no, get a chance to, to watch it. It's fucking amazing. Like, it's really, it's really dope. And I've only seen like three, maybe even two or three minute bursts of it. Like, just seeing what they're doing and stuff. It mm-hmm. seems crazy. Like, and that's what he's getting ready. Because he really is a genius. And he really does need to be inspired. So he mm-hmm. really did go on an inspiration tour to be inspired and shit. And like, an inspired Kanye is a very, very, very dope Kanye. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Real. No, I'm not yeah. even going to front on that. Damn. Because he, he tried that microwave music shit last year and it blew up in his face. Yeah, he tried that, that He tried that meme rap slash, mm-hmm. you know, uh, status caption rap, all that shit. And like, I, I'm not mad at the album because I like Kanye and I know what it was and I like it for what it was. But it won't it, Jack. That won't it. That won't it. Do you think Drake is plotting something? Because he's literally made up with every single person he's had beef with thus far, except Pusha T. I think that he didn't want to run into a lot of these people in public. Mm. So at some point... (laughs) Yeah, because these are all high-caliber people that you will see and share business with. Flipping the script, though. I mean, if we all out here to get our money... Because mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, to be honest with you, one of the thing, the one of the best marketing moves Drake has made in the last five years because he's been missing a lot mm-hmm. outside of that God's Plan video. He's been missing a lot. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest and best things he's done to help his image, if he needed help with it, was that it was making up with Chris Brown and dropping that fucking song. That's no scary. guidance was a song of the yeah. summer to me. That yeah. video was crazy to yeah. me. Like I was mm-hmm. smiling that whole video. Like look at these two motherfuckers that wanted to kill right. each other five years ago. Now right. they dance battling this shit. Like I thought that was major. Well, and I, find- I get mad props for that. See, I do a lot of like going back and listening to songs just to sum it all up because there's a bit, there's a, as much as people don't want to say this, there's a lot of truths in some of these dudes' raps. So if you listen to, um, what is it, Armada or Armada, whatever that song? Omerta, yeah, Omerta. If, if you go back and actually listen to that song, he was foreshadowing everything that he was doing now. So all that, all the doors that were closed on me, I'm going to buy the buildings. All this, yeah, then yeah. the third. He is literally go, circling back, and he like literally explains his plan in some well, way know, that you're not really paying attention to. You thinking like, oh, he throwing out disses and stuff like that, and then it turns around, it's like, oh, okay, go ahead. In Rock typical slide. Drake fashion, <laughs> in typical Drake fashion, he's uh, copying that too. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he? I didn't want to go from? there. I didn't want to go there, but there's also another well-known MC who's going back and circling back and cl- tying up loose ends and close, or, you know, rebuilding some bridges that were burned. And his name is Sean Carter. What bridges Jay-Z- did he burn thus far? Jay- well, not, mm. not even burn, but people he had beef with. Jay-Z has pretty much signed all his enemies at this point. Like, oh, yeah. everybody's on Rock yeah, Nation. Right. Anybody that ever had a fucking problem with him is on Rock Nation you're now. Right. He's helping them again. Nigga, yesterday, I was watching football, listening to the commercial break, and guess what? Jada Kiss was on that joint. Jada Kiss had a song on the commercial break for NFL Shop. Come on, man. You see, the Remember Jada and Jay used to be? They right. used to be because Jay-Z would replace Jada Kiss on features all the time. Yeah. So they didn't like each other for that right. shit. Fiesta, the yeah. Maya song. But yeah, Jada so Kiss like, on Fiesta would have been crazy. He was on Fiesta. You got to download that version, nigga. Like, <laughs> he was I was about favorite. to say, I did hear a Jadakiss verse on Fiesta. <laughs> he was on it before Jay-Z was. You saw the Jay-Z version, nigga. That's why they made Best of Both Worlds. But nah, 
Um, but Drake, it's just, it's a smart move. It's a smart move politically. It's a smart move uh, from a business-wise. It's always better to have less enemies. And he went through it. All of us, went, everybody go, every young man goes through that phase of feeling invincible. Mm-hmm. You don't want to fix anything because they can't hurt you. Right. But now he's getting a little older, a little wiser, and understanding that like, I got to be able to move the way I want to move. And you got you to gotta fix some things. And if you think about it, some of that stuff ain't really that serious. Like, ain't nobody get slapped up. Nobody got really too much hurt. I don't know, man. Behind things. I don't know, because you know how... You know how Kanye felt when he heard that crap down the block. Oh, right. Make a right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was like, he know I live down the street from him. That nigga Kanye I mean, was mad as shit for yeah, him. Yeah, but you could, but that, but nobody physically got hurt. The only know, person man. that he probably won't talk to will be Diddy because Diddy physically roughed him up. But no, I think he closed that up with Diddy too. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to picture Drake driving real slow through Calabasas and shit. Like, yeah, that's the nigga house right there. I don't you know think what I mean? that would ever happen. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm talking about before, like last yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was riding sickle mode, <laughs> like we was riding it, <laughs> just, just riding back from the store and shit. Like, right, he was riding. Right, right, he was riding back. But then yeah, he thought he about like, it when yeah, he was yeah. in the booth. He was like, oh yeah. I've right. been over there before, but that was before they was fucking around and shit. You know what I mean? Like, when he be gone, I'll be over there and shit. Kendall be having me in the house and shit. <laughs> I just be wondering, like, what makes you that mad? Uh, Drake or Kanye? Both. <laughs> like, Kanye is on medicine for what makes him mad. And Drake is, um, okay. A light we know what they're going to say. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 okay. right. All right, let's get into our second song of the day. <laughs> All right, my, our featured artist of the week, Future Shock. This one is called Facebook Queen. Let's get into it. Yeah, this is dedicated to my cousin Chamel because she's so simply gorgeous. Simply gorgeous. You're a real queen, boo. Hail the queen. You're my Facebook queen, straight from the magazines. Double XL, for the reason why sex sells. I'm your humble servant, here to get in you. The sweetest brown sugar, let me love you. You're my Facebook queen, straight from the magazines. Double XL, for the reason why sex sells. I'm your humble servant. Here to cater you, the sweetest brown sugar, let me love you. Chamel, sweet like caramel, with a coconut base, give anything for a taste. You have a honey-coated smile, with a cocoa butter profile. Girl, I'm loving your style, such shy intelligence, such faithfulness with omnipotence. Such posture that's picture perfect, your eyes are so beautiful, it's really unusual to have such an appearance like you do. Your body's like a poopoo platter. For you, I come the highest ladder. On Facebook, you're a sensation. Like Michelle Obama, you move nations. Your lips are so ripe, like the Florida orange type. One kiss will send a man to flight. You're an apple, many eyes. You're a good morning for a sunrise. You're the perfect partner by a man's side. You're the perfect partner by a man's side. <laughs> yeah. You're a Facebook queen, straight from the magazines, double XL. You're the reason why sex sells. I'm your humble servant, here to kidding you. The sweetest brown sugar, let me love you. You're a Facebook queen, straight from the magazines, double XL. You're the reason why sex sells. I'm your humble servant, here to kidding you. The sweetest brown sugar, let me love you. All right, that was the second song of the day, Facebook Queen by a featured artist of the week, Future Shot. I'm not gonna lie, I like that beat actually. Hey man, I wanna, I wanna know what's going on. 
I want to know what's going on on his timeline. <laughs> <laughs> his timeline seemed lit. Yeah, that he said they were. He said Shorty was in the Uber swerving. Was no. she driving it or was she in the back seat? Because the no. Uber be crazy. No, he made. He said that he moved constant, what, moved countries like Michelle Obama or something like that. Mm, I'm gonna buy my mama that book, <laughs> just randomly. That Michelle Obama book, but yeah, shouts to dude, yo. It, it, I'm, yes. I'm telling you, it just keeps taking me back. It keeps taking me back, man. Taking shout, me back to shout the early out to days. our featured artist of the week, Future Shock. That's it. All right, before we get in about it here, two things. Okay. We're gonna, since we're gonna take it back to the old school, Ja Rule said he's gonna make a music video for every song, every song he's ever made in his life. So that means that he's gonna remake music videos to <laughs> that he already made music videos to. <laughs> Yo, we running out of what shit about to talk about. What about Vinny Vici? Like, did he did he do a video for Vinny Vinny Vici? In the okay, e block? okay. <laughs> the last block of the show, we got Ja Rule coming up. Uh, who we want to know what Ja thinks? Where <laughs> is ja? ja? Where's Ja? Hey man, I don't give a fuck. I mean, <laughs> he gonna shoot all them videos on his iPhone 11 and uh, put it on IGTV. <laughs> You a hater, man. You got to hey, let that fact, hate go. Boy. Matter of fact, he gonna make a, this is what he's going to do. He's going to make a big deal about it. He's going to do all this marketing promotion. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to his YouTube page to watch the video, ain't going to be nothing there. Just like the fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if it's just going to be like an actual like rolling clip of like pictures. Like, how are you going to you going to spend all that money to do a video for every for single song for you ever did? What, my nigga? For what? Uh-huh. Like, why is he doing this? Who asked for this? Who asked for a video for a Ja Rule album cut? My nigga, like, okay, now, complete honesty, disclaimer, there are, like, two Ja Rule songs that are, like, my favorite, like, top 50 songs for me. There one's called Smoking and Riding, and one called uh, So Much Pain, which is, like, a remix to a Tupac song hmm. from, like, one of his second or third albums. Those joints are fire. Did Everything Tupac else- and Ja Rule ever beef because of the similarities, or that was DMX's beef with Ja Rule? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one nigga that was acting like one nigga got mad at the third nigga for acting like him after he started acting like him. So yeah, right. DMX was a Tupac clone in some ways, and Ja Rule was a DMX clone in a oh lot of ways, in every God. way almost. That could be a good thirty-minute conversation right there. Only thing Ja Rule didn't do at in the beginning in the early days was bark. Literally, that was the only thing he wasn't doing was barking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then he found. Then he ended up finding his lane with like the Shanti and Irv Gotti songs. He found his lane, and he went the whole Cookie Monster melody route. But yeah, he did sell out that real quick because it was working for him. Why not? I mean, that that time period, all you did was get a jiggy. He went jiggy beat quick. Yeah, you. But it was it was a little more credible back then because you just pick a jiggy beat, a fly R&B chick, have her sing the hook, and it was real easy. It was the formula. That's what you did back then. He gave he gave J Lo a hit. I'm sure now, he is still eating off of that. No, I mean, uh, Ashanti gave J-Lo a hit because Ashanti... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, I'm sure that, like, I, he's a legacy act at this point. Like, mm-hmm. Ja Rule, you know, he should just stand on the legacy he has. But gimmicky shit like recording, like, quick-ass YouTube IG videos for all your songs, my nigga. I can't like, wait. Begging people to remember what you did. I don't want to remember I that like album that you dropped at the, the beginning of your career. Does nigga. he we have got, like a younger looking version of him do it? He should just remake his old videos. Like do Holla Holla again, my nigga. Do songs that we liked. Oh, nigga. That's damn, why I might work. go back and watch Holla Holla. I forgot about that video. You know what? To be honest with you, the video was hard. But yeah, beat, I was about to say, yeah. 
but nowadays with like Metro booming and Tay Keith and all, I promise you that beat that beat don't hit the way you think it hit in your mind. In your mind it hit hard, but like if you listen to it right now, you go back and listen to Pop City Hustlers with that little two way beats. The two way beat. Oh my! And they thought they was doing something with that shit. Cadillac Ty thought he had one. Okay. Them songs were terrible, man. Yeah, All them Ja Rule spinoff niggas were trash. Even some of the fabulous joints were like two-way beats, but fabulous made them work though. Ja- fabulous go, definitely made that yeah, shit work. You can go back and listen to uh, Holler Back Youngin. Hey, I'm no gonna listen problem. to Youngin. I was getting ready to say I'm gonna <laughs> listen to Youngin as soon as we cut this bitch off. Like, <laughs> that shit, nigga, in the go-to seat of the bitch. Right. I was in a Dodge Colt bumping that shit. <laughs> Last but not least, Wale is doing an album about him having split personalities. Damn man, I wish you wouldn't. I wish you wouldn't intro it like that. I can't wait for it though. I'm I here mean, it's, for ar- that. It, it's already been done. Who did that? The one of the biggest artists in the world put it's on his album them. cover. One of the biggest artists in the world put on his album co- cover. I'm bipolar and I love it or some shit. Uh, like Kanye, Kanye's last uh, album, he did the whole personality disorder thing. No, there's a lot of artists that try to kill themselves off in songs like Jay and Yay and all of them. Yay this... started his album off, I've Thought About Killing You. Yeah. <laughs> that was <Right>. so wild. <laughs> this is going to be a little bit different, though. You know what? I hope he does. I really does hope. I really does wow. hope. Yeah. I really hope he does. It's Pumpkin getting late, bucks. baby. <laughs> I, I was at work at like 7 this morning. But anyway, um. I really does hope he dies. Does hope again. <laughs> I hope he dies into his own psyche. Like I hope he like. I don't want to say explains himself, but like I really do want him to like explain himself and really like tell us where he is with his career and how he feel. I want to know at this point. Like I know he's always whining. Well, here's but what I want... he's gonna do because I mean he had all three of his personalities in the little um, therapist lounge area when she was asking and all that stuff. So he's gonna he's gonna dive into it. I just hope we get a, a feature from May back up. <laughs> you the only one still waiting for that nigga to pop lock on the song, nigga. Like he gonna do a reverse backflip right. and then like Millie rock to the verse, nigga. Like come on, man, arms wide open was hard, yo. And so you cold. know what? I, I want I want him to I want him to be brave enough to drop an album or a project without Jeremiah. That's what I want him to try. Like, just do one without Jeremiah. You don't need that nigga for every song since 2011. Like every single don't gotta have Jeremiah on it. For Jeremiah to be such a difficult person to work with, everybody got a lot of music with Jeremiah. I mean, I heard that nigga make hits. He makes hits. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. And then his songs, like he always has a really creative R and B song too, which is always dope about him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's all I got, gang. Thank y'all. Another episode in the books this week. We have Future Shark as a feature artist of the week. Shout out to you, sir. Shout out to you, dog. Saturday we have Keep a new Jack. drop alert on the way. Stay tuned for that. As always, thank you for our audio listeners. Thank you for our viewership. Shout out to Rox filling in still for the homie Sham God. He should be making an appearance in a couple of weeks from now, but we'll let y'all know. Shout out uh, to Sham God. As always, if y'all want to be featured artists, please send your music, bios, pictures to realoheads at gmail.com. You got anything for us, Rox? Shouts to Yada. Um, Shouts to the On The Rocks podcast and everybody who's listening new episode coming very soon we pulling it together y'all thanks for rocking with us shouts to sham god and that's that's what i got man shouts to you my nigga as always man thanks for coming back thanks for coming back from maga country my nigga like i don't even know what they was gonna do with your (laughs) ass down there that red popping i'm trying to tell you we're your real old heads we out (laughs) hey what's going on gang in the show it's your boy ticket 10 mil here hey man sham god scotty here man hey listen man 
Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Join the conversation.